Steel Toes and Scoreboards Podcast. Like us on Facebook and Twitter. Hey, Kurt, you want a hot take? Yeah. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. He was a great two-strike hitter. Bill Lambeer would have made Shaq piss himself. You really think so? It's Shaq, dude. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Fun fact, Kurt. I love deep stats. Good research, bro. <laughs> Word association. Greatest of all time. Tell me how you really feel about pro sports. These contracts are out of control. Some people might not like that. Well, I'm going to pay some people off. <laughs> well, I mean, you sure will. You're the baseball guru, though, man. Shout out to my coach, Joe Rodmaker. Well, it is a digital world these days. Yeah, I'm an analog man. Tiger Woods. Mount Rushmore, bro. Coach Bobby Knight. IU misses him, no doubt. Times have changed. But for the better of the worst. Well, that's, that's arguable. I'll tell you right now, though. I'm, uh, it's modern age. I'm not drug testing for pot anymore in any sport. It's a damn plant. <laughs> they fire and suspend these guys for weed? Ridiculous. I'm a fountain sure of bet. useless pro wrestling. Sure now. bet. Sure bet. <laughs> Sound like Adam Sweet. Sure bet. <laughs> he was a role model for millions. Rest in peace, Mamba. Team Ali. Team Tyson. You know what? Fuck it. You're baseball's new commissioner. Oh, I don't want that job. <laughs> oh, horse shit. Come on, bro. Magic versus Bird. What a rivalry. Okay, okay. Boost ratings. Ashes in the seat. You know what? Hot take. Tap the mic. He's the best I've ever seen. Nobody compares to him. Look at his legacy. All right, guys, another episode of Steel Toes and Scoreboards coming to you now. All right, guys, Jared Atkins coming to you live from the basement, getting ready to hook up with uh, on the phone here with uh, Kirk Kelly here in a few minutes. As you can see, I brought back the the old intro, which I mean, we've had we've had several different intros. We had a couple one-time use ones and. We had the first three or four episodes we used and then brought this one back. The new one, you know, it sounded good on paper. It sucks. So we're going to have to redo the new one, probably even change the instrumental altogether. But until then, we're going back to rocking the uh, sixth to eighth month classic there. Kurt doesn't know that yet. But, uh, yeah, just wanted to uh, get that cued in the system and, now I'm gonna go uh, dead air till I get old puss, Mark and Derek puss till I get old puss on the phone here. So just sit tight. Yo, yo, what's up? What is up? Hot mic. <laughs> Hot mic. Hot mic. Oh, hey. Yeah. I got something I want to play for you. All right. Right off the back. All right. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. I made a judgment call earlier. Okay. Steel Toes and Scoreboards Podcast. Like us on Facebook and Twitter. Hey, Kurt, you want a hot take? Yeah. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. The new one, I just don't know how I feel about it. 
Well, we, we so, got to redo it. So yet. we re-retired the new one, and we might just make a brand new script. We might make, okay. pick a new song. I don't know. Some okay. things, some things just look better on paper, and then you get there. Kind of like the Jack right. versus Arnie episode. Right, right, right. I was adamant we're going to talk golf that week. We're going to do Jack versus Arnie, and then we did it, and we shit the bed. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah. Well, did you? Uh, yeah. Did you go looking for mushrooms? Uh, yes. <clears throat> yes, I did. What did you say at work today? A guy who shall remain nameless. You said he was talking to you about mushrooms, right? Yeah. And you remember the joke I made? Yeah. <laughs> the kind of mushrooms he's talking about is probably not the kind of mushrooms you're talking about. Oh, now I get it. Yeah, because I didn't find anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's too early. Yet. The ground's too cold. It, yeah, man. I mean, I guarantee you, wait two more weeks, I'll be popping everywhere. Maybe not yeah, even that uh, well, long. We've got to have warm nights, man. we got to be warm nights. What, boy, the temperature's got to be, I think, 56. The ground temp four inches down, is supposed to be 56 degrees. Yeah. When they start coming on, then, yep. And that lasts all the way up to the ground. Temperature gets to 61, 62, and then it's over with. We need to do an outdoors episode sometime i've got a little bit of knowledge on i mean outdoors. and i'm talking like fishing hunting trapping mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. you know exploring and that'll oh, be yeah. that'll be a future episode oh and i i wanted to talk to you while you're here okay. so i've kind of i hate to use the same expression twice but i've kind of shipped the bed the last month or so with this uh top 10 point guard episode so last night I got back into the notes for the first time in three to four weeks. And uh, to give everybody listening an idea, do you remember? <clears throat> okay, this is this is all connected, but you know me. I jump around. <laughs> so do you remember the night we did our fourth episode? That was the Tiger Woods episode. Right. Do you remember like this euphoric feeling we had, like how that was the best episode we'd done so far? Yeah. And we were so amped up that at 2 o'clock that morning, we did the bonus episode, which has probably been one of our top five episodes of all time. Right. So, and you just remember how we're like, man, that's the best episode we've done. Yeah. And in theory, we had that feeling. But then what we later realized, two or three episodes later, what it, what would end up becoming the best episode we've done today, right. and probably my favorite episode, yes. will be the 85 World Series. Yes. Okay. I'm I'm hot take. Okay. This point guards episode. Yeah. Will be probably I feel like research wise and just how I feel about the episode wise I feel like this will be our little baby that will cradle forever. Oh yeah. So so here's here's the deal with that. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, break the fourth wall, or to borrow a wrestling term, I'm gonna break kayfabe. And uh, pull the curtain back and let you in on the illusion of what's going on backstage. Okay. Um, the episode is being retooled from top 10 point guards of all time to top 25. You and I talked about that at work yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Be rough to, to it is team. extremely fucking hard for me to narrow a list down right. to 10 point guards. Right. It's still extremely hard to narrow a list down to 25. Yes. Uh you and I put a list together. You had a list and I had a list and I've had these lists setting in, you know, all of my equipment goes in a, 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 
pull behind luggage cart and in a black computer bag. That's where all of our equipment stays and all the notes and paperwork for research and episodes. Everything's all together. Those right. that those lists laid there for a couple of weeks. And I looked at those lists and then I added more and more to it. There was like 60 or 70 point guards that could have easily made this list. Right. So, but what we're going to do is um I'm on uh, number 20 right now and we're already up to 17 pages of notes <laughs> so <Right. laughs> so this is where i told you that when we record this episode right it'd be two takes well either that or uh we'll just we'll just you know road dog it out son like i'll come over at noon on a weekend it'll have to be it'll have to be our prototypical every two weeks well i'll come right. over early in the day and we'll rug it out We'll record the first half of the episode, and I'll upload it that afternoon while I'm at your house, and then we'll go back in that night while we're stuffing our face with Monty's pizza. There you go. And uh, we'll record the second half, and then I'll mix it down, and I'll get it uploaded, but I'll cue it to where it self-releases to the internet world like a week later. Okay. The only problem with this is this list... Of top 25 point guards is probably going to be a list of like 28 point guards or something because okay. I got to second place and I'm and I'm still working on the notes for each one but I've I've got the second place I'm kind of putting them in a list now and then going back in the re- we got the second place and there was a two way tie for second place the only okay. tie on the list and uh. Again, not to break kayfabe, um, but I'll let you guys in on a little surprise. It should come as no surprise who number one is. I mean, you know. Right. Magic. I, yeah. Yes, magic. Yeah. One, but then I got to two, and it was – so there's a two-way tie. And believe it or not, Allen Iverson, yeah, who I always pick as my all-time point guard. Right. And every pick we do. Yeah. Iverson is not in the top five. Okay. He's on the list. Yeah, yeah. But he's yeah, not yeah. in the top five. That was hard pill for me to swallow because, well, you know, I mean, there, there's list. It's it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Um, I mean, on, if I had a fa- if I had a favorite NBA team, I'd probably have all five starters, you know, in the top five. But yeah. so I told you That's all cool. that to tell you for the simple fact of as hard as I'm going on this research. I know we wanted to record something this weekend, and we still can probably. Um, right. It'll probably be Sunday afternoon, uh, maybe, because I kind of got planned Saturday night. But this episode here, I'm probably going to need another two weeks to prepare because I waited so long. I didn't know how to rank them, and now that I'm getting motivated and getting into it, this is a big undertaking, and I really feel like this will probably be the best episode we've done. I feel really strong about this one, so... The upcoming, you know, top point guards in NBA history list that we've mentioned through the course of two or three episodes now. Uh, I got lazy on it for a while. Now I'm getting motivated to get back into it. Uh, I well, have, Mary, I have, you had to lay low for a while too. Remember? Yeah. Well, yeah. And you know, I've had, I've, you know, I got a hard job. I got to do all the research. You just literally watch film. <laughs> yeah. And you yeah. know, you read slow, but you read an article right. or two here or there. Right. But. uh Anyways, the the point of this podcast tonight, I mean, we're just going to turn the mic on and see what happens, was uh, 
what me and you've been talking about. I was like, dude, you know, we've been doing this 11 months now, 10 months, 11 months. And there, in the first few episodes, we were firing off like every six or seven days. Right. Schedules got crazy and hectic. So then that's when we was like, hey, I don't have the kids every other weekend. Saturday nights on kid-free weekends, we'll record. So given how many weeks are in a month, you know, sometimes there's an extra week in a month. Basically, every two weeks, we're getting an episode out. So basically two episodes a month. We got to bang more out. And And I told you, I was like, dude, I'm paying, which I'm fine with. Um, I could have done everything free on my fucking phone, dude. We could have done everything free, but we wouldn't have the quality that we have now. Right. Me and you went in half on everything. We're $700 all in. But I'm eating a $39.99 monthly fee for this, which I don't mind paying. And I was like, I need to start getting some... Pro- it's kind of like I'm a kind of like I'm a production supervisor in a manufacturing facility, kind of <laughs> like we do. Yeah. I need to justify spending this amount of money. Right. I need to get some production out. So then we come up with Maybe, you know, once a week, we'll hop on for an hour, two hours tops like we did the other night. And uh, right. anyways, but yeah, so we, we got to get some production out. But but this big point guard episode that we've been talking about for over a month now, you know, I'm finally ready to start nipping this bitch in the bud. And uh, I, think, I, I think it'll make a good episode for sure. I w- but dude, we were, I was, I just want to clarify me and Kurt are both idiots. I mean, idiots to think <laughs> to think that yeah, of all the, the point guards in NBA history, we could yeah, narrow the list down to what we feel is the top ten of all time. Twenty five's pushing it. That's why I've got a tie. That's why I've got a tie at second place because I, I, I'm sure you've added guys to the list that I haven't seen yet. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, I can't. You know, can't. Can't let him in on nothing. I mean, you can't give a shit away for free. You got to tune in. Right, right, right. Uh, so I don't really have a format for tonight or anything we're going to talk about, but there is a couple things I wanted to point out. Um, in in the sports wise, uh, NHL trade deadline went down on Monday at three p.m. Eastern. There was a lot of trades moving forth. A lot of integral pieces. I didn't look at everything. I know your pens made some moves. My Preds made some moves. Teams all across the league made some moves. But there was one in particular that stuck out to me that went down Monday afternoon. And I it went down. I don't know the exact time when it went down. But the news broke shortly after 1230 Eastern, which would have been we coming back in from our lunch break. And that was about Marc-Andre Fleury being dealt right. from right. the Blackhawks in Chicago to the Minnesota Wild. And uh, me and you talked uh, for a little bit about this Monday afternoon. So, Flurry is uh, 37 years old. So, he's at the back end of his career. Uh, he was the he was drafted number one overall in 2003. You know who drafted him, don't you? Uh, pins. Pins. Yeah. Dude's got three cups with the pins. Right. Uh, the 20, 2020... 2021 season last year, um, he went to Vegas. I think Vegas opened play. I'm trying to remember when Vegas, the franchise, started play. It was either 2018, 2019, or 2019, 2020. I, I think it was 19, but I'm. I, no, anyways, he he got dealt to Vegas. Uh, by that point, Matt Murray was really coming on for you guys. You know they were an integral part of um, both them of you know the pins right. 
back-to-back cups saying fuck you to my predators i'm still butthurt about that 2017 <laughs> preds stanley cup <laughs> loss but um yeah anyways uh but you know he wasn't the same guy that he was still he was still a quality player when he got dealt i don't think he left in free agency i think he got dealt to vegas yeah vegas was so. a new team starting out they needed some star power and say what you want about flurry that's star power Oh yeah, but then you know the kind of those. Well, you know he was kind of coming, kind of at the back end of his career. This was you know three, four, five years ago, whatever. You know we got Matt Murray. Pens don't need him, but now he won the Venza Trophy, um, which is, for those of you that don't know anything about hockey, the Venza Trophy is uh, <clears throat> or excuse me, the Vezina. I keep saying the Vezina. My bad. I don't know why I was saying that. The Vezina. Hey. I know hockey. Vezina. Anyways, he, he got that trophy for the 20, 2021 season with Vegas, which basically that's the award given out in the NHL every year to the best goalie in the league. Right. The player that, you know, really, you know, between the pipes is, is doing the dirty work and getting it all done and making his team look like rock stars because he's saving yeah. them because they can't get the puck away from the other guy. Hey. But this trade that went down – uh. To the Minnesota Wild. The Minnesota Wild gave up a 2022 first-round pick. Mm. And I think there was some compensatory picks as well. I don't know if any play. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing if any other players were involved in the deal uh, player-wise. That's, That's a bold move. Already. Well, and for those of you, again, that don't, you know, me and Kurt have started talking more hockey now that we know each other or, you know, we don't do a lot of hockey talk. But, uh. Right. For those of you that don't know anything about hockey, first round draft picks in in any of the big four, the NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, they're important. Yeah, but, they're a big deal, yeah, yeah, for sure. But first round draft picks in the NHL don't carry as much weight as what it does in the NFL or NBA, even Major League Baseball. The MLB and the NHL, first-round draft picks are important, but they don't carry as much weight as they do right. in basketball and football <clears throat> because of how right. much – but I'm concerned about the value here. Yeah, me too. The guy's uh, 37 years old. You know he's not as quick as he once was. I mean, he looked good 2020, 2021, whatever, when the season started. He, he, you know, he won the Vezina. That's important. But now I watched him play for Chicago this season, and he's not been that impressive. I've, and I've made mention on this particular show, I made mention of this the last time we were sitting down here in in the basement um and just the other day like i watched him on the first game of the season opening night in the nhl puck drop against colorado avalanche and they let him up for four or five yeah. goals in the first <clears throat> six in like yeah. a six or seven did not Ooh. look like that yeah um i don't think you know if you want to risk your first round draft pick on a player before the trade deadline then that's fine but are you yeah, really going to stake your future on a guy that you're probably only going to get two or three seasons out of? Maybe. Instead of going after a guy that you could turn around and sign to an right. extension, which just happened in the NFL today, and we'll get to that. We're talking hockey right now. Or, or do you, you know, do you risk the future of your franchise? I don't. You don't know who's coming down through the draft. You don't know where you're going to fall. You know. I could see it if you're fucking trading a first-round draft pick to get, you know, to me, what well, in my opinion, the best player in the NHL, Connor Mc, 
David from, you know, but right. to get a 37-year-old goaltender. Yeah, that don't make sense, really. Who really is, in my opinion, past his glory days. He's you on say, the twilight. You say two or three years, maybe. 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 Yeah, maybe. two or three years. Yeah. I mean, he's 37 already. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I can't see giving up my future for that. Yeah, I mean, are they are they even in are they even in the uh, playoff hunt or the, anything? The Wild, yeah. Um, you know, dude, I really don't know. Let me, uh, I got you right here. I'm hold I'm holding you in my hand, Kurt. I'm cradling <laughs> Kurt Kelly in my hand right here. So let me pull up my general, NHL man. app. I don't know what the Wild. I don't know where the Wild's at this season. I honestly have not paid attention, but I guarantee it. We're gonna look right I mean, now. Hey, you know what? They're third in the Central Division in the Western Conference right now. They're thirty-seven and twenty. Well, I mean, you got a plus thirty-two a, differential right now. It makes a little more sense, if, but I don't know. I mean, and if you're Chicago, looking to go deep in the playoffs, you know, you get a, another goalie. I don't know. Chicago in the Western Conference right now. To give you an idea, if you look at the wild card round, Nashville's the one. In the wild card, they're doing good, but wild card hopes. Chicago's all the way down at eight. They are sitting at twenty-two and thirty-two with a negative fifty-two differential on the season right now. So Chicago wasn't going to need him. Use that for which honestly, the Chicago Blackhawks, um, a decade ago, was a reign of dominance. The early, the early twenty tens, the tail end of the twenty oh nines. Or the twenty O's or whatever. That but right. they're not the same team. They've been in a real tool mode for a while now. But I just I just don't understand a team risking their future on a guy by giving up something as precious as a fucking first round draft pick for a guy that you're gonna get at most two seasons with. Maybe. Maybe three. He's thirty seven years old. Now granted Oh, Tom Brady's doing what he's doing at 40-something whatever years old, but the guys are taking a lot of hits between the pipes, too. Right. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough call there. I don't, I, personally, I don't risk my future on that. I don't. <sighs> yeah, it's interesting there. All right. Um, we'll see how it pays out, though. Would you like? Would you like to address the elephant in the room today? Uh, as far as NFL news goes for today, uh, should we should we address the elephant in the room? Yeah, yeah, we got to. Yeah, I told you about that. Didn't I tell you about that right after dinner? Yeah, I think so. Every, yeah. News keeps breaking every time we're coming back in from lunch. We never get a chance to talk about it. So, for those of you that uh, don't know anything about football or have been living under a fucking rock. A massive trade went down in the NFL today that also saw the newly acquired player get a contract extension, which makes him the highest paid wide receiver in the fucking league. Hang on, man. I had to light up a lucky. Right. It's cold down here in my basement. I was waiting on you forever. I came down here to just kind of prep. But anyways, <laughs> it's cold. So the Kansas City Chiefs dealt... Pro Bowl wide receiver Tyree Kill to the Dolphins today for five draft picks. A 2022 first-round pick, which is projected to be, or not projected, it is number 29th overall. A second-round pick 
50th overall, a fourth-round pick, and fourth and sixth-round picks in next year's draft. Of course, the trade is pending a physical, as it is. But immediately after they acquired him, they turned around and gave Hill a four-year, $120 million contract extension, which includes, and you're going to love this, $72.2 million guaranteed and a $52.5 million signing bonus. Wow. Holy shit. That deal is going to make him the highest paid wide receiver in the league and also the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. Dude, uh, I hate to interrupt you. I'm getting a phone call, dude, from my dad. Well, you might want, you might want to take that, bro. Yeah, I got to take that. I'll, I'll get back with you here. I'll All call right. you back here as soon as I get done. Okay? That's fine. That's fine. All right, Go man. ahead. My bad. All right. All right. Kurt had to step out, so I'm going to roll tape. I'm just, it's already rolling. But anyways, Hill's deal is going to make him the highest-paid wide receiver in NFL history. Uh, it becomes fully guaranteed at the start of next season. That's a the three-year total of his deal is around 73, maybe 72 million and some change. So, <laughs> to borrow a Kirk Kelly phrase, that's a lot of scratch. That's what he always said. That's a lot of scratch. Um, the new, the, I, I I laugh about this. The New York Jets somehow. The New York Jets do New York Jet things because somehow they were involved in this. I don't know how. It was the news was broke earlier in the day that they were looking to to possibly be dealing Hill, and I had seen that notification come up, but I didn't see anything about the Jets. It all said Dolphins, and then as the day went on and progressed, he found out that the Jets were actually involved in a discussion, and then it just came down to I guess they asked Tyreek Hill where he wanted to go. Um. The Jets made a trade offer. The details the details for the New York Jets trade offer. Was that Kirk Kelly? Just got a text. Oh, no, it's the group chat with my homeboys. They all a bunch of chatty Cathy's, like a bunch of women all the time. Anyways, the Jets deal apparently did not include a first round pick but multiple picks that were said to be kind of equal to the Dolphins offer based on the uh, draft value chart that all teams use they would have gotten the 35th, 38th and 69th overall pick for sure and it's just funny because just last week Devontae Adams was the highest paid wide receiver in the league for about a week and now this happens and then of course Tyreek Hill who posted to Twitter and you know social media about he's ready to, to get to work and apparently Vegas I found this was funny. Um the Vegas you know sports books they changed um the odds of the Dolphins winning the Super Bowl. Everything good? Uh yeah. Okay. Uh, he said he's going to be here in about a half hour. <laughs> he, me, he said, are you home, boy? 
Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll just right. keep rolling, and then when he gets here, we'll we'll cut bait for the night. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I didn't know I didn't know he was show up. But that's cool. <laughs> I need to see my old man. He's, he's got a birthday. He's got a birthday in a couple of days. My old man's got a birthday Sunday. March is a good month, I tell yeah, you right I, now. Yeah, my co-host had a birthday, and we didn't get to celebrate that on air. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, I want to say this. I was saying this right before you on the phone. Did you know that there was two teams in the running for this Hill trade offer? And I have to laugh because the other team was the Jets, and the New York Jets do New York Jet things, <laughs> which right. is bumble everything. Yeah, for sure. They thought they were going to get this. They offered no first-round pick, but they offered a plethora of picks, which was said to try to equal value the Dolphins based on the value-based drafting chart that all teams get it around this time of year. I don't see how you make a play for a player like that and not offer a first-round pick. Right. But uh, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. What are they gonna do with uh what are they gonna do with the flying Hawaiian down in Dalton, down in Hawaii now? Uh I, I watched him play at Bama and I every t- I still can never pronounce his name. Tua Tugnal Tugnal <laughs> yeah, Vola. Yeah, I can't. I just call him either. Tua. I just call him Tua. That's his first name, the flying <laughs> Hawaiian. Uh Matty Ice. Yeah. Matty Ice. My Colts. Uh, what I'm do you think Matt, about that? I'm a Matt Ryan guy. I've mean, I, I don't I, know I, if me and you ever talked about that or not. No, not really. But I like my I like Matt Ryan too. I, I'm a Matt Ryan guy. I'm going to tell you why I'm a Matt Ryan guy. So, 2008, I believe, was his rookie year. Yeah. You know, I'm a Joe Flacco guy. Really? I'm a Joe, and I know you hate him because he used to play Matt against your Joe. rival. Flacco? Joe Flacco, 18th overall out of Delaware, or was it Delaware State? A good quarterback. Matt Ryan, third overall, Boston College. And these two young bucks come in there and just start laying the wood to these teams. I think they both made postseason bids in their first season. I know Flacco did for sure. And then a season later... I think it was, I don't think it was his rookie year. Was it his rookie year or was it his second year? Flacco took the Ravens to the championship game against the Steelers. I think it was his second his second year. Two thousand. Who played in the Super Bowl in two thousand nine? Colts Saints. Yep. And then two thousand eight, the, the Steelers played against Cardinals. Yep. Cardinals. I can't remember what year it was, but but I've been high on these two boys for a long time. So and I've been a huge supporter of Matty Ice. I've been a huge supporter. I've been I've been told before I'm a closet Falcons fan. <laughs> Which really? if if there's any weight in that the state, dirty birds. if there's any weight in that statement at all, and you know me, I have a lot of weight. I there's there's two names I'll throw at you. There's a reason why. One of them's Deion Sanders. The other one's Julio yeah. Jones. Yeah, that'd be uh, worthy. Yeah, there. Deion Sanders, prime time. Woo. My all-time favorite player. What an ego. Yeah, but he could back it up. He could back it up, yes. Yes. He. So, you know how I always find a way. He, he, he put asses in seats. Okay. You know, you know when I always say this, you can usually finish the sentence for me. You know how <laughs> I always find a way to what? Oh, get a wrestling. Get a wrestling in reference in? Yes. Okay. Deion Sanders. 
Okay. How is this yeah. going to tie into wrestling, right? I think I might notice. No, hi, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. How's this going to tie into wrestling? So, Dion, when he would do press conferences and post game interviews and public appearances and everything, Dion would start to refer to himself in the third person. Well, Dion says this, or or my favorite, sometimes he would call himself the Dion. <laughs> now, there's a there's a famous actor in the world, the biggest actor in the world, who got his start by playing football and then eventually becoming a professional wrestler because his dad and his grandfather were pro wrestlers. You ever heard of a guy named Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Yes. So, in 1997, he comes back from an injury. He's still in his rookie year in pro wrestling, and he gets hurt, and they decide they're going to make him a bad guy. And they say he needs to be talking about himself in the third person. And Vince McMahon and company suggested he start calling himself The Rock because of the Dion. I told you I find a way to get one in every episode. Yeah, absolutely, every time. Yep, amazing. Dion, but uh, anyways, there. I wanted to ask you about Juju Smith Schuster. I'm glad he's going. I was gonna. I, I wanted to give you a minute. I mean, you got a little bit before your old man gets there. Give me. Give me. I want. I want you to take the floor because I'm interested in hear what you have to say. Uh, what what a talent, but uh, distraction in the locker room, totally, dude. Totally. You're calling him a distraction over Antonio yes, Brown? Did. Well, they're both. I mean, well, I guess Brown we wasn't got, that big of a distraction until he left town. We got a problem right now in our wide receiving core that we got some Madonnas in there or something. I don't know. Clay uh, Claypool is it antics, and you got Juju dancing on the Bengals logo and then getting drilled. Uh, <laughs> Kurt, he didn't. He didn't get drilled. He got fucking fucked, drilled. He got foobard, you know. <laughs> Fucked up beyond, beyond all, all recognition. And I'm telling you, he's a, he's a distraction in the locker room. I hate to say I'm a diehard Steelers fan today. I just call it what I see it. You know what I'm seeing there. Well, I mean, and and, and you know what? You're you're 100 right. 100 right. I mean, the team that goes a championship, they don't have any distractions. Okay? No, none at all. That's right. I mean, and it's a team is for the team. I'm just, I'm glad he's gone. Glad that's he's gone. That, yep, that's all I got to say about it. I mean, what did Pittsburgh Steelers do? They draft wide receiver and they draft linebackers. We'll be all right at the wide receiver. Um, the last sure. time, the last time we did an episode. Uh, Friday, we did one Friday, didn't we? Or maybe it was two uh, Fridays so. ago. I, Whatever. I so. I've slept since then. We were talking <laughs> about Baker Mayfield and how the Browns screwed the Browns because they found out they weren't in the running for Deshaun Watson. Right. There, right. there was reports that come out that they weren't in the running, right. and then like two days later, yeah, the Browns <laughs> get Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So I want to know what changed, and my I just keep going back to probably more money. They probably opened yeah, up the the now. Do you take that risk on Deshaun Watson? Yes, ten times out of ten. No, I know he's coming. No. With, I know he's coming with a lot of baggage, and and, and you know, keep, and I tell you what, it's going to follow him around. I got a feeling you got. You know, I look at this, and it's hey man, we're in, we're in woke times nowadays, politically correct times. There's a there's a there's a fucking women empowerment movement across this country ever since the last guy was in office that pissed a lot of people off 
<laughs> and and I get that 100% women should be treated with respect. They should be treated as equals. Everything. But there was no charges pressed against Deshaun Watson. I don't know if there was any out-of-court settlements to make this kind of hush, or as I call it, hush money. I don't know. I didn't look. I didn't really pay a lot of attention to it. But the talent that he is, if he's not got any charges filed against him and they're dropped and there's no conviction of anything, I take that chance 10 times out of 10. Really? I know that's going to piss off some people that are still going to have their mind made up one way or another. But I I look at it like... You think he's that good? I... When I seen the things he was doing... uh, Clemson. It was was he playing at Clemson or Auburn? It was Clemson, wasn't we're, it? We're, we're talking. This is a whole other level besides college, Joe. You know the Houston. He had the start of a good foundation, and then they had personnel changes and executive changes. And I'm not saying the situation as far as the talent pool and management's going to be any better in Cleveland, but right. He's I, I, basically I mean, going to get the keys to the kingdom in Cleveland, like. He's going to be the star that they build the team around. It's kind of fuck everybody else, which I really believe that's kind of – I kind of believe it's good. he's going to be getting the LeBron treatment where it's okay. like, okay, yeah, LeBron has a head coach, but let's be honest, who's really running the show? Is it the coach or is it LeBron? What kind of money did they give him? Well, see, this is the thing. Like I said, the reports that I had seen earlier that day and the day before we recorded last, it said that he was – Cleveland was notified that they were out of the running. Now, this could be my fuck-up. I did not fact-check this other than where I seen the link at, and it was a... I don't remember what source posted it, but it didn't look like it was clickbait. It looked like it was stamped with the source. I should have checked it. So, and saying that is the thing, and that is correct, the fact that they are... Okay, he's... We're not in the running. Well, now you piss Baker off. Baker's going to leave. And then a day later or two days later, whenever it was, it broke over the weekend, I think. Okay, now we are getting Deshaun Watson. That says to me that they opened up the money. They was like, fuck it, we're just going to spare no expense. But then at the same time, if you're opening the money and sparing no expense, you're not going to have any money left over for free agency pickups. You're going to have to build entirely through the draft. Like we say in many episodes, you're going to have to do everything in-house organically but i'm assuming and uh, me and it it's all sports debates that's that's all we ever do it's debates unless we're doing biopic episodes i think they offered him a chunk of change more than they did the first time and leaps and bounds i bet you it was i bet you it was at least 10 to 20 million dollars more than the next highest bidder well i i mean i I can't spend that kind of money on him, though. I, I don't think... But you're going to have to get a return on investment here. Okay, let's well, be honest. I don't know what's going to happen with Baltimore. I love Lamar Jackson. Has, I mean, well, I, back to watching real quick. Has he proved that he can grow up yet? You know, before he... I don't know, man. You say, you say well, you're going to hand the keys to the kingdom to him. That's, that's basically what it's going to be with that kind of money. I don't. I don't know... If there's any contract specifics. He, he'd have to prove himself to me first. Well, here's the thing. Trigger. Here's the thing. Like I said, they're basically going to be competing in-state rivalry because 
I don't know what's going to happen with your Steelers and Trubisky and everybody. I don't know what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. They've looked pretty good the last couple of years, at least in the regular season and somewhat in the postseason. But basically, I'm going to have to see, or I would like to see return on investment on this. And I would seriously, a couple of division titles to start out with, and then by year three or four, I need a conference championship win and a Super Bowl yeah. appearance. If you don't win the Super Bowl, fine. You can try again next year. You retool with him a little bit, give him a couple extra pieces. But within a year or two, I'm going to have to see a division title and a conference championship appearance, a Super Bowl appearance, something to carry a little bit of weight. Yes. So, no, I'd, I'd be, yeah, that'd, that'd be all right, something like that. But I, it'd be interesting to see what goes on there. Uh, I don't know. What, what, what are they going to do with Mayfield? You know, holy crap. You know, he's under, he's there a, was, there was, the rumor mill was churning. The rumor mill was churning that Baker had interest when he when he said he wanted to be traded. He had interest in going to Indi- Indianapolis. Um, I don't know what you do with him now. I mean, how many teams around the league are in need of a quarterback? Uh, every one of them, just about. <laughs> well, no. and like Jimmy Garoppolo, the Colts – the Colts showed interest in Jimmy. And okay, I I give Jimmy Garoppolo a pass. He set and learned under, you know, one of the top three quarterbacks of all time. I'll never call him the greatest. Uh, he, he, you know, but you know, Rodgers. How many seasons is Rodgers going to play in Green Bay yet? Two or three is what everybody's kind of thinking. Uh, yeah, probably. You know, Baker could. You know, but but that's the well, thing. They- Baker's not going to want to come in and sit on the bench. If they and keep trade, if they keep trading all his weapons away, he's going to be gone this year, right? Right. Dante Adams leaving. Yeah. I don't see any money here. I'm looking as far as the money. See on this con- and I'm coming up with nothing. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, based on the structure of his contract, Watson's camp seems to be expecting some sort of suspension. The quarter make. The quarterback will make a base salary of just over one million this season, which means he'll miss out on about sixty grand for each game he's out. No other dollars were. You got you got to go. No, I was Doyle. Oh, was that Doyle? Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. third musketeer. Yes, the third musketeer. Um. But, yeah, I don't know. You could send Baker a lot of places. I think you don't cut Baker. You don't release him. You're going to have to get some of your money back on him. Well, but there, I mean, yeah. there's teams that need quarterbacks. all around. And now with this new addition, uh, I, don't, I don't know, dude. I don't know where he goes. And, you know, and quarterbacks are cha- like, you know, Russell's in Denver now. Right. Seattle's going to need a quarterback. Yeah. I could see Baker being, be, uh, being kind of that same size as Wilson. Right. Pete Carroll loves small quarterbacks that right. can, you know. I don't know, dude. It's it's a good it's question. Gonna be, it's going to be interesting. I, I would I would keep Mayfield. And, and if, Watson, if Watson wanted to come, he'd, he'd have to sit a year behind Mayfield. And prove himself, hey, he could be a grown-up. 
kind of put him in. Look at you. Look at you. I'm going to have to do a commissioner of the NFL episode with you now. You're going to set these well, players in timeout, basically. Well, I mean, they are role models. Whether or not they know it. They don't not, fucking act they, like it. They don't act like it. And that's it's wrong. They're playing kids sports, you know, I mean, making all kinds of money. Uh, just act like a grown up. Gosh. Yeah. Well, don't put yourself in them positions, you know. Right. I mean, come on. What are you thinking? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Um, I mean, they got the world in their hands. I mean, <sighs> well, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just letting you roll. I mean, I agree just, with everything you're saying. I mean, they should all strive to work together to be role models too. I don't get it. Um, I had something baseball wise. Um, it was about Ver Justin Verlander, but I don't remember what it was. I I wrote a little note on my desk today. Hey, I got something I got to tell you. Uh, okay, I just, it just came to me. You'll like this. Okay, I was going to. Uh, Back through buffing here today, okay? Yeah. And what is it, Wayne? Yeah. He stopped me, flagged me down. He hadn't talked to me. He stopped me and he says, I just got to tell you, he says, you know who you look like? I'm like, huh, oh boy, here we go. He said, you remember Hacksaw Jim Dugan? <laughs> he said, you remind me of Jim Dugan. I was like, oh. Are he you serious? I'm dead serious, dude. He goes, oh. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know hey. how to respond to that. I gotta go, dude. All right, bro. I'll see you tomorrow. Right on. Later. Later. So, Kurt's bowing out. Got a visit from his old man. His old man. Uh, he don't get to see his old man very often. His old man lives down in Tell City, and Kurt don't ever have Kurt. <laughs> Kurt don't ever like to make it out of Perry County or uh, out of fuck. Maybe I should hang up. the Kurt don't like to make it out of Martin County unless you don't have to. But uh, so anyways, yeah, we we uh, the whole point of tonight's episode and there's going to be a lot more episodes like this. I'm not saying we're changing our format, but we're exploring. Me and Kurt talked at length about this um, because I handle all the business side of things and the technical side of things. And, you know, we have sponsors unofficially. They sent us a couple of free merches like uh I got a sponsorship unofficially from Black Rifle Coffee Company. You know, they sent me, you know, like a few four packs of their uh, Black Rifle vanilla espresso energy drink things. All the things my diabetic ass don't need, but I drank them. But, you know, I handle the business side about trying to build a brand. And I'm always looking at our analytics and our statistics of all the episodes. And it does grow. Some weeks are slower. Some episodes. I can see. I can see. A ballpark, not an exact. I can see a ballpark time frame of when listeners stop listening to the episode or how much of the episode they listen to. And again, traction. And some episodes fare well compared to others. Uh, sometimes the smaller episodes do better because they're easier to listen to. But we have people that still download the full-length episodes. You know, Me and Kurt Ballpark, we run three-hour episodes because we, we do retrospective looks at things. But we've talked about maybe changing the format a little bit, maybe 
maybe starting to do more like uh, one hour, hour and a half tops episodes, things like that, and then and then and and then just being episodes like this where we literally just press record. We don't really have a format set down on anything. And uh, it's just, hey, you got a hot mic, motherfucker, one take, and just let her roll. You know what I mean? But also, you know, kind of what put us on the map was these long retrospective looks back at things. So we're exploring options like that. But it basically boiled down to um, we've been doing this now since May. I got the – so we've been we've been doing this now 10 months. Uh, I got the equipment at the end of April – we recorded the second week of May the first time. Kurt and I went in half on everything. Um, so we're all in for like seven, seven hundred and a half, seven fifty. And I'm paying thirty nine ninety nine a month for a podcast hosting with Podbean. And like I said, I could have done everything completely free with my phone. Wouldn't need anything more than just me laying my phone down at the table when me and Kurt are together and pressing record. But I wanted something that was quality, and I wanted a podcast hosting where my episodes don't ever disappear. If you do the free option with like Anchor and Buzzsprout are your two most popular free hosting sites. You, they also have options where you can pay. But your episodes disappear after so long. With here, we have unlimited bandwidth for our feed, which means I can post episodes from now until the day I die, and every single one will be listed. It'll never go away. And that's what I like. But I started thinking, and you know, the equipment we've got's paid itself off. This little remote BTA2 adapter, we strictly got that for winter because of where we both live. It's, you know, it in the winter with the ice and everything. We use it now. You know, we've used it a lot. But I needed a better, to borrow a phrase I said earlier, return on investment here. Um, I need to justify paying $40 a month for a podcast hosting. So we're going to start. I told Kurt we need to start getting more mileage out of this. So we need to start recording once a week, just an hour a night or something, hour and a half tops, and just, you know, whatever comes out, comes out. So that that's here we are. And today the biggest thing I want to talk about was just a, a couple of things in the sport news. It wasn't really anything else. We would probably would, would have ran a little longer. I mean, I'm still looking down here. I've got like five or six things wrote down in my notes. We only covered three of them. But, uh, you know, Kurt spent time with his dad, which is always important. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and wrap it up. The last thing I want to talk about was Gennady Golovkin. For those of you who don't know who Gennady Golovkin is, that's Triple G. Probably my favorite boxer in the world the last, I don't know, six years or so. He's had that amazing fights two fights with canelo alvarez uh news broke espn and bleacher report uh broke some news two or three days ago about gennady glovkin is suing golden boy promotions for a minimum of three million dollars in damages this is stemming from the september oh well i guess i should say for those of you that don't know golden boy promotions is the company that's owned by one of the top 10 greatest boxers of all time, in my opinion, Oscar De La Hoya. But anyways, uh, Triple G is pissed because he wants paid interest on roughly $10 million the Golden Boy owed him from last year. 
That was from the September 2018 rematch with Canelo Alvarez. For those of you that don't know anything about boxing, anything at all, boxing is a dying sport. I still love to watch. I love all watching all three contact sports. Professional wrestling, yes, it is a sport to me. Boxing and MMA. The fights with Canelo Alvarez were huge press, huge paydays, huge pay-per-view draws. Anyways, uh, I guess at the time of the fight, because these two guys were the two biggest names in boxing, arguably, Triple G was entitled to like 45% of all the gross revenue. That that means gate receipts, sponsorships, pay-per-view revenue, closed-circuit TV, international TV rights, everything. After Golden Boy would get the first $2.5 million in, in ticket revenue, he still hasn't been paid for this. Um, so the money was supposed to be due within 10 days of Golden Boy getting their payment from HBO for the pay-per-view buys, and that didn't happen. Uh, that was a championship fight against Canelo Alvarez, uh, which Canelo won via majority decision, the rematch, but it generated like 1.1 million pay-per-view buys. That's roughly, I'm going to say probably roughly somewhere to like 90, 95 million dollars in pay-per-view buys. So then as far as your ticket prices go at the gate and everything, you're probably looking, and you know, I'm I'm an idiot when it comes to math, but you know, as far as like my research on the podcast and pro wrestling and stuff, I'm a, I'm a stickler. So as far as like ticket sales go for that fight in 2018, you're probably looking at about little less than $30 million in ticket sales. So, but anyways, Triple G now, uh, Gennady is, is alleging a breach of contract with Golden Boy Promotions, a breach of fiduciary duty. Conversion, constructive trust, and accounting. He's seeking a jury trial. Now, uh, Triple G's from Kazakhstan, but he's now living in L.A., and he basically said that um, the sum of $9 million was incorrect due to an accounting error. And on September 27, 2021, Golden Boy delivered a revised accounting report that showed Triple G was due an additional $1.3 million. He demanded payment. Oscar De La Hoya's company has refused payment according to the suit. Uh, I guess if I can get a rundown here, what I put in my notes, he's seeking like almost half a million dollars in sponsorship revenue, almost 200000 in other funds simply not paid, uh, 45% of around 70000 in additional pay-per-view revenue, just, just all this other stuff. Now, the funny thing about this is a representative for Oscar De La Hoya's Golden Boy Promotions has declined comment on this issue, which is kind of funny. Uh, Triple G's got a fight coming up in April in Japan. Uh, If he wins and if Canelo Alvarez wins on May 7th, then they'll meet a third time in September 2017. Now, why this is important is because uh, in contact sport news and sports news, especially boxing and and all this stuff, there's been people have clamored for a, a, a trilogy. People have clamored for a third fight. People have wanted to see Canelo Triple G3. I am most definitely one of those people that want to see that. I will be 
purchasing that pay-per-view, going to a bar to watch that pay-per-view if it happens. And if you got to believe if God's a fan of contact sports, then Triple G is going to win April 9th in Japan. And Canelo Alvarez will win May 7th. And we'll get that third fight on September 17th. Regardless, um, no more news has broke about this. Nothing's, to my knowledge, nothing has come out today about this. Uh, Canelo Alvarez himself also sued Oscar De La Hoya's Golden Boy Promotions in 2020 and was released from his contract there. He recently signed a a multi-fight deal. And I'm trying to think who the fuck it was with. Um, I want to say it's Eddie Hearns. I can't remember what Eddie Hearns' promotion name is called. Something, something match, boxing, match way, match stick, match room. Anyway, it's not it's not important. You guys can Google it if you want to know. But the basically the deal with Canelo suing as well, suing Golden Boy and getting released from his contract. He when he went to sign to be represented and have his fights with um, Eddie Hearn's outfit, that one of the key driving factors was that they would clamor for and promote a Canelo Triple G Part 3. So, anyways. But, yeah, I guess I'll stop it there. I had one more thing left on the list, but it's it's not really that important. So, uh, this was just a... uh, I need to think of a title if we're going to start doing these more often to get mileage out of these episodes. I need to start thinking of what exactly I'm going to call these episodes. Maybe the uh, the mini steel toes. I don't know. Little toes. Scoreboards and worksheet. I don't know. I'm just thinking of stuff. A play on words or something. Or I could just simply something like the, uh, the weeknight files. The weeknight Awakenings. I don't know. Something stupid. I'm bad at names. But uh, anyway, so for Kurt Kelly, I'm Jared Atkins. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, I Like I said, when Kurt first got on, um, I've been, I'm really getting into this, this, this uh, point guard episode, which will be our next big full-length retrospective, but I didn't realize the undertaking I was going to undertake in this. I love saying undertake. Shout out Undertaker. But I really feel like this will be one of the best episodes we've ever done. I feel like this will be like my, you know, my piece de la resistance here. So I'm probably, we will try to record something this coming weekend, this Sunday afternoon, just to put something out there, a bonus episode or something. But uh, it'll be two weeks from this weekend before we sit down to record. And that'll be a massive project. Like I said, we'll, we'll literally roll tape. Stop halfway through the day, upload that tape, start recording the second half, and then I'll go ahead and upload it, but I'll post-date the release because I can do that, and then it'll release like a week later, a part two. But anyways, yeah, so for Jared Atkins, or I am Jared Atkins. I think I am. So for Kurt Kelly, I'm Jared Atkins. This was a, uh, a small one-hour episode of Steel Toes and Scoreboards. Easy listener for you commuters. And we will definitely see you guys again very, very soon. Thank you for all your love and support. Don't forget to uh, 
Like us on Facebook. We also are. Search us on Twitter. And we're available wherever you get your podcasts. For some reason, still not on Apple Podcasts. I don't know what I have done as a producer and a promoter here, but I apparently suck or I'm having so much trouble getting us on Apple Podcasts. But we're still available on Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts, on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Podbean itself, anywhere you find podcasts, but apparently not Apple. So, anyways, this is the final attempt at a sign-off here, so we will see you guys next week. Thank you for all your support.